0: family service this morning. If you're visiting, you're very welcome um, to be here with us, and we're we're happy to have you, and if you're listening online as well, it's glad to have you join us as well. Um, Just a couple of things before we start, just um, a bit of an intro of what will be happening today. So a little bit later on, we're going to have the children. They will be coming up, and they will be singing, and you've just been practicing just a minute ago, and it was pretty good, wasn't it? So I'm... Very good. So we're really looking forward to hearing you sing a bit later on. And um, some of the children are going to be coming up and reading some pieces as well. And then myself and Mark have got two messages. Mark's going to be doing the first. I'm going to be doing the second. And it's two messages that have been given to Joseph and to Mary. And um, it's about special names being given to a special baby and what they mean. So we're really looking forward to that a bit later on and we will explain it a bit, bit more later on. We're going to sing in a moment our first song together. So, when the music stands, please let the congregation stand up with us. And afterwards, um, Sue is going to be coming up and she's going to be explaining to us all a little bit about what we've been doing at Thrive over the last few weeks. And also, we've got, where is it behind me here? We've been doing an advent calendar as well. So, some of the children are going to be coming up and they're going to be opening up their advent. So, we're going to be standing to sing our first carol this morning, which is O Little Town of Bethlehem. <laughs>
1: I'm sure you've all been getting ready for Christmas. Some of you, ultra organised people, will be completely sorted, everything's done, and some like me will still be panicking a little bit. Um, It might surprise you, some of you, to know that God was getting ready for Christmas many, many, many years before Jesus actually came. It didn't involve having a Christmas tree. But it did involve a present, the most important present we could ever imagine for this world. So in Thrive, we've been looking at the best present. We've been looking at the God who made the stars becoming a creature under the stars. And we also made an advent calendar, which you can see here, which everyone who was there on that day, made one of these beautifully decorated and then inside it has a verse a bible verse (laughs) now what's interesting is that all the 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 words up here are all about the first christmas but they were actually given hundreds of years beforehand because god knew what was going to (coughs) happen so let's have a look at this one the virgin will have a son and she will call him Emmanuel. Well, that's the Christmas story. But do you know when it was written? 700 years beforehand by Isaiah. So come and have a look at this when you have a chance. Look at some of the other boards that we've done and in the hall there as well. Now, I'm going to get some of the children to come and take off the Advent calendar days. Okay. Um, we haven't got a chocolate under each one, but, but we do have a special message A special surprise, don't we, on a Sunday for the Thrive Children. Okay, so if you made 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 and 17, any of those, would you like to come out and take them off? Is anybody here who made those ones? Come on then, come and take them off. We might have to hold it a bit because it tends to fall over. Oh, not the whole thing off, just the top bit off. Lovely, well done. Oh, hold on a minute, Ali. You missed something on there, look. Oh, hold on. Can we get them all off? We might have to help. It's not very easy, is it, to take them off and leave the bottle ones on there. Oh, Amelie, what's on there? Can you see? Oops, it's fallen off, hasn't it? Do you know what it says? Do you want me to read that? It says, Thrive children to all get a chocolate gold coin. Hmm, I think... Don't they look good? Have yeah. we done it all? Yep. Yeah. All numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, go and sit down then. Well done, everybody. That's lovely. Brilliant.
0: And well done, children. It looks lovely. And if, you, if you'd like to come and have a look afterwards, you're more than welcome to have a wander up the front. And you can read through this amazing um, story that we hear about the um, prediction of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a really, really amazing story, isn't it? And the amazing thing about it is it's true, isn't it? And it means so much to us that truly put our trust and believe in him. But now we're going to have a reading. And I think we've got someone from uh, Gwen's class coming up. So we've got Flynn and Charlie. Then after Flynn and Charlie have read Mark, is going to be coming up. And he's going to be talking to us about part one.
2: Luke 1, verse 26 to 33. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to hear and said, Greetings, O fellow O favoured one the Lord is with you but she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be and the angel said to her do not be afraid Mary for you have found favour with God and behold you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and and of his kingdom. There will be no end. boys.
3: Lovely, brilliantly well read, boys. And uh, yeah, just say if anyone's here uh, for the first time as well, an especially warm welcome uh, to you this morning as well. So uh, last week I was chatting to a few people actually about what I was going to be saying this morning. And someone showed me or reminded me of this story. So this happened just recently actually, just a couple of weeks ago or so. Prince William spotted selling The Big Issue, which is a magazine, in Tesco. What's weird about that, children? What's weird about that? What's strange about Prince William selling magazines in Tesco's? No, perfectly normal? Yeah? This is the future king. This is a future king and he's outside Tesco's. He's selling magazines. He's helping homeless people and poor people. It's a bit of a surprise. This is what some people said. Some people were surprised. You may not be surprised, but some people were. Shoppers were taken aback to see Prince William. Nyara said she had butterflies in her stomach as she grabbed a selfie with the prince. To see him engaging with all the people was nice. She was really surprised, and they got a selfie together with the future king. Isn't that amazing? Imagine that. I wonder how you'd feel if you bumped into royalty. I don't know how some of you adults would feel if you bumped into royalty in such a situation. This is what we expect them to look like, isn't it? There you go, there's the king on his throne. There's Prince William looking a bit more princey. That looks more royally, doesn't it? A bit more royal. Or what, what about this? There you go, there's the king on his coronation day. That's what a king should look like, isn't it? Yeah, that is a king. Or this one, this again was on the coronation day. Wow, look at that big procession. Have any of you been up to London for a big procession? No? But well, if you do, it's amazing. The horses and everything is incredible. And this big procession, and look at the carriage. Can you see the gold carriage and how amazing and how stunning that looks? That's the sort of thing you expect if you think of a coming king, isn't it? And, you know, people waited hours for this. So some people, they camped sort of by the side of the road, for hours and hours. Some got there really early in the morning. Some got there the night before and camped over because they were so desperate to see this big procession. And they were waiting for a long time. And eventually, they got to see the king. You know, in the Bible, there's some serious waiting going on for an even more special king. What sort of things, just quickly, what sort of things do we wait for? Go on, give me some answers this time. What sort of things do you wait for? Yeah. Birthdays. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Christmas. I thought that might come up. Christmas. Yeah, and we're getting there with the advent calendar, aren't we? We're nearly there. Yeah. Uh, What else might we wait for? For a bath. For a bath? Yeah. Oh, a bus. Oh, we're both things. Yeah, a bus. You have to wait for a bus. And also a bath, because that takes a long time to fill up, I find. Yeah, yeah. Easter. Yeah, we have to wait for Easter, don't we? All sorts of things we have to wait for. And sometimes, if you're waiting for something like a birthday, you can think, oh, it's taken forever to get to this birthday, having to wait for ages. Well, there is some serious waiting going on here because we get a note to Isaiah. Now, is someone happy to be an Isaiah for me? Yeah, go on. Do you want to come up and you can be Mr. Isaiah? Here you go. Oh, there you go. How are you, Isaiah? Good. Good. Excellent. Right, you are now Isaiah, and you can't tell me otherwise. And God sends a message to you. Isn't that amazing? God sends a message. It's a message from God. There you go. Let's see what it says. If you can read it out in a big, loud voice.
2: A child will be born to us. God will give a son to us. He will rule as king on David's throne. He will rule it forever and
3: ever. Lovely, thank you. So that's the message that God gave to Isaiah hundreds of years before Christmas. Hundreds of years before Christmas. Thank you, Mr. Isaiah. You can go and sit down now. So what God has promised to Isaiah is that David, King David, do you remember King David? He's going to have a a son or a grandson or a great-grandson or a great-great-grandson and one of his sons is going to be king and they're going to be king forever and ever and ever. Now I need some more volunteers. Can I have about eight or so? So let's go one, two, yep, three, four, five, yeah, six. Anyone else? Seven, yeah, eight. One more. No, cool. Well, eight's about perfect. Lovely. And if we can just squidge along a little bit, so we're still in a line. And, uh, well, are you ready to be, have your identity changed? You are now King David. Is that all right? Lovely. So, King David, do you remember, he's the one that beat Goliath, and this is King David. Now, it'd be really useful, wouldn't it, if we had a crown. Where can we get a crown from? Well, I did a bit of thinking. Well ah. It's usually one in here. I'm hoping this one's got one in. Can you crack at me? Oh. It's, uh... uh-huh. I won. You did, you did. Is there a crown in there? Uh yeah. Ah, oh, good. Woo. Right, do you want to put the crown on? So <laughs> right. I had to do that. <laughs> Hard to focus otherwise. Right. Okay, so we've got got David as king, and he's the mighty king. And he's been told that one of his descendants will be a king, that will be a king forever. Now, sadly, David dies. So, David, you can go and sit down. And his son, Solomon, becomes king. But is Solomon going to be the king forever? Sadly, Solomon dies But his son becomes king. Is he the king that's going to be forever? No, No, he dies. And then they have a son. And then we have a new king. Is this king going to last forever? No, No, this king dies. And then they have a son. Is this king going to be king forever? No. No. What about this king? No, No. this one? No, No, they don't. Oh, (laughs) And then this king? No, No, this king dies. And then this king? No, this king dies too. And suddenly it seems like there are no more kings. None of David's sons or descendants are on the throne anymore. None of them are king. And you start thinking, well, well, this is a problem because, because God promised that one of David's descendants one of his sons or great 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 grandsons was going to be a king forever but everyone's died but then out of nowhere there's this big royal announcement should we go to the palace to find out about this king because there's a big royal announcement that there's this special king coming should we go to the palace to find out where it is yeah But the problem is, if we go to the palace, we'll miss it because it doesn't happen at the palace. This special royal announcement that this special king is coming happens in a tiny little village called Nazareth. Let's find out about it. The angel speaks to someone called, what's her name? Mary. Mary, good. The angel says, don't be afraid, Mary, because God is pleased with you. Listen, you will become pregnant. You'll give birth to a son, and you'll name him Jesus. He will be great, and people will call him the Son of the Most High. Now listen to this next bit. This bit's really interesting. The Lord God will give him the throne of King David, his ancestor. <gasps> Can you see what's happening? He will rule. Over the people of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Do you see what it's saying about Jesus? That Jesus is gonna be the king who's gonna be king forever. It's not amazing. And one of Jesus' great, 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 great ancestors was King David. So he is related to him after all. Now here's a big question. Why doesn't Jesus seem like a king? Why doesn't he seem like a king? Yeah. He wasn't born in a fancy palace. Absolutely not, no. Anything else? Yeah. Doesn't have a crown. Absolutely anything else. So he wasn't born in a fancy palace. Where was he born? Yeah. In a stable with animals. And where was he laid? Is it in a a nice four-poster bed, Katie? In a manger where the animals feed from. And and are his parents anything special? Is Mary a princess? No, No, she's just a young girl, really. Probably a teenager. So Jesus doesn't seem much like a king, does he? But we're told he is a king. And you know, it's a little bit like Prince William. Because Prince William doesn't look much like a prince there, does he? But he did that because he wants to show that he cares about people who are poor, people who are homeless. And so he spent a day with them. And sometimes he's even spent nights with homeless people as well. But you know, Jesus, he didn't just come and spend a day with us or just a bit of time with us. He came and lived with us as a person for 33 years to show us how much he cares for us, to be with us. That's what Jesus does. So he doesn't look like a king, but the Bible says he is a king. But he's just come to be with us. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. So does Jesus die? Well, yeah. Jesus did die, didn't he, on the cross. Just like all the other kings, Jesus did die. But what happened on Easter Sunday? He came alive again. That's what we celebrate, isn't it? Jesus coming alive again. And this is why... As Christians, we love Christmas because we celebrate the king coming who is still alive and who reigns as king. And he's going to be king forever and ever. And one day, the Bible says, we're going to see him as the true king that he is. One day, we're not just going to see him as a little baby or just as a man. The Bible says we're going to see him as the king that he really is. So, just quickly, Jesus is king forever. What sort of king is he going to be like? Well... God told Mr. Isaiah something else. This is what he told him about what Jesus is like as king. Jesus will rule with power. Jesus is powerful, more powerful than any other person alive. Far more powerful. What else? He will be good and fair. Jesus is going to be a good king. That's wonderful news. And lastly, he will bring peace. So Jesus gives us peace in our hearts now. But the Bible says also one day he's going to bring peace on earth, and that is something that this world desperately needs. So Jesus is going to be king. That was the message to Mary. Jesus, your your baby Jesus, is going to be king forever. But that means we should listen to him, doesn't it? We're going to find out a little bit more from John when we find out what the angel said to Joseph.
0: Cheers, John, thanks. Thank you, Mark. Well, we're going to get the children up now, and the children have been practising some songs, so we're going to get them up on stage now. So, could Gwen's class, would you like to come up first? Stand here, Charlie. And Sue's class, would you like to come up? Do you want to come here, Alice? and then Arabella and Leah's class, would you like to come up as well? to be doing now we're going to be singing once in royal david city the children are going to sing the first um, verse and then when the second verse comes in please stand in stand up and um, join in with us but i think we can sing better than these guys do you what do you think can we sing better than the congregation yes definitely so when when the second one um, comes up on screen please stand and sing with us I think we can give the children a round of applause. Right? do you feel they're great singing? Excellent. Would you like to make your way back to your seats then? There you go, guys. can make your way back. There you go. So in a moment, the, the children um, from Sue's class are going to come up and give us a reading. Then I'm going to take part two. But before then, Luke's going to come up and he's going to uh, take us and lead us in prayer.
4: Good morning, everyone. Let's bow our heads and pray to God together. Heavenly Father, as we bow ourselves before you this morning, we pray that you will uh, help us to realize to whom we're coming. We thank you that you are the Lord God of the world, the God of the universe, and the creator of our lives, the creator of each one of us here this morning. And Lord, we bow before you, thanking you for who you are and what you are like. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God of compassion, that you are ready to uh, send even your only son down to this earth so that uh, the world could know what true love is. And we thank you, Lord, for the compassion that Jesus showed when he was on this earth to the, the sick and the poor, to those, Lord, who had all sorts of troubles. Jesus was so good and kind to them. And we thank you that you are indeed the same God today as you have always been, and you are ready to show compassion Uh, to those who call on your name we thank you lord that you are a god of forgiveness that if we confess our sins before you then you will forgive us we lord you know that we have done wrong before you and yet lord you show such love and mercy on us uh, even though we don't deserve it lord we thank you that you are so unchangeable and so faithful and lord while some days we feel close to you and some days we don't we thank you that you never change And that you are faithful to us every morning. And every morning, Lord, when we wake up, there are new blessings for us. And for this, we're truly thankful. And Lord, as we worship you this Christmas time, we pray that we might get a real sense of who you really are and what that means to each one of us. And Lord, we want to bring you thanks because we are given so much in so many different ways. And sometimes we can be really forgetful. But Lord, we want to thank you uh, for the year that's passed and everything that it's contained. Lord, the ups and downs for everyone have been different, but Lord, you have been with us in every step of the journey, as you have promised. And Lord, sometimes we feel like we're high up on a mountain, and sometimes right down in a valley. But wherever we are, Lord, you are there, and we thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, throughout the year, we've been fed, we've been clothed, we've had shelter. Truly, Lord, these are things that maybe we take for granted sometimes. So at this time time of year, we want to uh, take this opportunity to give you heartfelt thanks for all of your goodness to us, for the health that we enjoy. And even though, Lord, some of us have health issues with our bodies and minds, Lord, you are still with us then. And sometimes it might not feel like the, the, like uh, you're close to us, but yet, Lord, you are. Your word says that you are close to us at all times. And that for that, we are really, really thankful. And Lord, we, many of us have been through trials this year, and uh, Lord, through all of that, uh, we, we pray that um, we might know that you are with us. Lord, you know that the loss of loved ones and, um, and sicknesses and operations and um, relationship breaks, break, breakdowns, that these things happen to us from time to time, Lord, and uh, they can be really, really hard. But we thank you that you have promised that underneath us are your strong, everlasting arms. And Lord, as we gather this morning, we particularly are thinking about Christmas, of course, and for that we really thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the break that that provides us from work, from school, from the general routine of life. Lord, you know that um, our bodies and minds get tired, and so we're thankful for a few days off, and maybe even a couple of weeks, if we're really lucky. We thank you, Lord, for for the opportunity that this time brings to spend time with our loved ones, our family, our friends, our neighbours. And Lord, we we pray for your peace to be with us as we meet together with those that we love. We pray, Lord, that you will um, bring real peace to our homes this Christmas time and that we might enjoy the company of one another. Lord, we thank you for all the blessings that Christmas brings. Lord, you know how many of us uh, love a good tasty meal and all the treats and snacks that come along at Christmas time and for the presents that we can exchange Lord we thank you so much for this for for the for this opportunity it's a real treat and a a blessing that not everyone in the world can enjoy so we bring you thanks and most of all Lord for at the Christmas time we would we of course remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we thank you for the great love that you had for this world uh, that you sent your only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the obedience and the willingness that he showed in coming down to this earth from the glories of heaven to come to this sinful earth and live the life that we have been asked to lead but cannot by our own strength. And Lord, you died the death that we deserved so that we can be free. And Lord, we thank you that you showed love to the world that was most undeserved and most unexpected. Yet, Lord, your love is so great, so rich and so free and is available to all of us if we will but put our trust in you. And so, Lord, we pray uh, for a really thankful heart this Christmas time for the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we all know the story and um, uh, and if truth be told, some of us perhaps a little bit numb to it because we know we know the story of Jesus is coming. But we pray, Lord, that you'll bring it fresh and uh, new to us this year and that we might be able to really appreciate What Jesus gave up on our behalf. And Lord, we thank you that Jesus did come because we have sins to confess. Lord, you know that every day we make mistakes. Lord, sometimes intentionally and more often than not unintentionally. Lord, we all live in um, fallen bodies that uh, come from the way that we are born. Lord, you know that we are born sinners. And uh, Lord, we are very prone to make mistakes and we do make mistakes every day. And Lord, we have broken your law. We turn our backs on you. Lord, we try and have all the credit ourselves for all the good that goes on in our lives. But Lord, we turn our back on you frequently. And for that, Lord, we are truly sorry. And as we remember all that Jesus gave up on our behalf, Lord, we confess our sins before you because we could never pay the price. That Jesus paid on our behalf so we thank you Lord that you are ready to forgive and we confess our sins before you uh, this morning Lord I pray that each of us will be able to confess in our own in our own hearts and our own prayers of our own sins but Lord you know as a, as a country and as a world we tend to turn our back on you Lord we, d- we don't want you to intervene we don't want anyone to reign over us we can be very selfish about living our own way and uh, Lord we, we confess these before you and ask for your forgiveness so Lord as we uh, as we uh, come to finish our prayer Lord you know that we have many things to ask for and there are many things we do ask for and we thank that you are faithful to answer our prayers and uh, Lord at Chris, this Christmas time we pray for peace globally you know how much torment is going on around the world how many wars and um, so much natural disaster and uh, uh, going on in, um, all the time. And so often doesn't make the news in our country. But Lord, we know that particularly on our minds are um, the wars in, uh, in the Middle East and in the, U- in the Ukraine. And Father, we pray, even if it can just be for a little while, that there will be peace. And that this Christmas time, the peace of God might be known and felt around the whole world. And Lord, what those that are suffering might have relief from it. And Lord, that they might know your love and they might see your hand working in their lives in this way, Lord, we live in such peaceful times, relatively peaceful times ourselves, um, and Lord, we don't know the worries of um of a, of a bomb siren or um or the, the fear of a a flood or a fire, but lord we we, we pray for all of those who are suffering. And, Lord, we can get very taken up with what we're doing at Christmas time. Help us to spare a thought for those that are less fortunate than us. Lord, we pray for peace in our own country, in the, um, in, the in the troubles and difficulties that we face. Lord, you know there are many poor and homeless people. Lord, you know there are many sick people who are waiting operations and don't seem to get the treatment they're, they're able to. Lord, we're very stretched as a country. And we pray, Lord, that you will give wisdom to those that are in charge of making decisions. And we pray, Lord, for the government and... Uh, that they will be able to um, make good decisions on on behalf of, of us, the citizens of this country. And we especially pray, Lord, for those who are re- less fortunate and don't have a voice, that those that are struggling in many different ways, that they might have good decisions made on their behalf and be blessed with a happier life. Lord, we also remember those that are lonely and sad and ill this Christmas time, who won't enjoy it in the way that they would they would like to. Lord, there are some who will be missing family members um, and those wounds are still raw. And Father, we bring them all before you and pray that your spirit and your peace will be with them and that they might feel your comfort at these really di- at the difficult times. And Lord, there are those that won't be in much pain. And we for, pray for them, Lord, for that they might have some relief from it and that they might know peace in their lives. We also pray, Lord, for our... Uh, Christian brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because they are Christian and we pray Lord for them this Christmas time that they will be able to gather together safely that they might be able to enjoy times of fellowship and worship together Lord you know how much it mean it will mean to them and mean to you and so Lord we bring them to you and we pray that 2024 might be a year where they might have relief uh, from their persecution or if not Lord I pray that you will strengthen their faith so that they might be able to endure all things for Jesus Christ And most of all, Lord, this Christmas time, I pray for peace in our hearts. That, Lord, if we haven't known it before, we might know the forgiveness of sin through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. And, Lord, as we've just heard about Jesus being the King of this world, Lord, we pray that we might be able to bow ourselves before you, knowing that you are the one who can make a difference in our lives. And I pray, Lord, for every one of us gathered here this morning, for everyone watching online that we might know the peace and forgiveness of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the love and the grace that you showed in coming to this earth. Lord, you deserve all the glory and all the praise. You know that our hearts are full of sin without you, but we pray that you'll pour in your love and flood out all that sin and make a difference to our lives and hearts. Lord, we commit all these things to you now. We pray that this might be the best Christmas ever for every reason, but most of all, that, that Jesus will reign in our hearts. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Luke. Now, in a moment,
0: I'm going to be taking the second part uh, this morning. But before then, we've got um, some readers coming up from Sue's class. Would you like to come up?
2: Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph... Before they came together, she was found to be with a child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, just being a man and unwillingly to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins.
0: Thank you ever so much for that. So we heard just a moment ago from Mark, and he was talking about um, what Jesus was. And what was Jesus? What was Mark telling us Jesus was? He's the... He's the king, that's right. He's the king. And if there's a king, surely we should be worshipping him and doing what he tells us, shouldn't we? But unfortunately, Jesus is the main king, but we don't listen to him. We don't obey him. The problem that we have, and I know I'm like this a lot as well, we see ourselves as king or queen of our own lives, don't we? We want to do what we want to do. Not what someone else is telling us to do, do we? Now I want to ask you a question because I was thinking to myself: If Prince, uh, King Charles, sorry, walked down the aisle here now and stood up the front here, and he said to me, "John, I know all about you. I know where you were born. I know how old you are. I know all your brothers. I know your parents. I know absolutely everything about you. I want you now to get down on the floor and polish my shoes." What do you think I would do? Polish his shoes, because he's the king, of course I would. I'd get down and I'd polish his shoes. Imagine if King Charles came down here and he said, I don't know, Imogen, could you go and fetch me a cup of tea? What would you do? You'd fetch him a cup of tea, exactly, because he's a king. See, you would listen to King Charles, but our problem is we don't listen to the real king, We put ourselves first. We listen to what we want to do and we do what we want to do. And We make ourselves kings and queens of our own lives. Now, the angel spoke to Mary and she said that she was going to have this amazing son and he was going to be king. I've got a message now that was given to Joseph by an angel and it's telling us of another very, very special name that he's going to be given. And I think this name is even better than king because of what it means for each and every single one of us here. Now, I don't know about you, but do you know what your name means? Any of you? Any of you know what your names mean? You do? Well, I've got some names up here, and I want to guess. They're all in the building here. I want you to tell me who this person is. So, oh, oh it's come up already. So, star of the sea is Molly. Did you know that, Molly? Molly. Come up here, I'll give you this. You can stand up here. So we've got Molly, and Molly's name means star of the sea. All right, I've got another one here. It says house ruler. House ruler. Who do you think this could be? House ruler. Any guesses? No? Let's have a look. Henry! Henry! House ruler! There we go. Okay. This is a really, really cool name. Actually, I'd like this to be mine, sort of thing. All right, Battle Worthy and Blazing Iron. Who do you think that could be? Who thinks? What do you reckon? Let's have a look. Harvey! That's a pretty cool name, isn't it? All right, my next one. Who do you think's name means sunray and light? Sunray? You think it's you, do you, Jesse? Any other guesses? Who do you think that might be? Logan? No? I'll tell you who this is. Let's have a look. It's Elle. There you go, Al. I've got a few more here. These are really cool, these are. I'm not sure about this one, though. Little Hollow. <laughs> Little Hollow. It's a pretty strange name, isn't it? Who do we think's here's name means Little Hollow? Let's have a look. It's Logan. Oh, sorry, I went. All right, what about peaceful ruler? Peaceful ruler? Any guesses? Does anyone here think they're a peaceful ruler? Anyone? Let's have a look. It's Freddy. Freddie. There you go, Freddie. These are pretty cool names, aren't they? Well, some of them are. Now, this person isn't here, but see if you can have a guess. It's goodness and generosity. Anyone think it's actually? Let's have a look. It's actually grace. Jesse, would you like to come and hold that for for grace? And then we've got last one, Freeman. What did you say, Logan? Let's have a look. Charlie is indeed a free man. So, our names pretty much all have a meaning behind them. Some of us really don't know what our, our name means, do we? So let's have a look. So goodness and generosity. El sun, ray and light. Are you sun, ray and light? Let me have a look at you. Oh, I think so. Star of the sea, Molly, are you a good swimmer? Do you like the sea? So maybe, maybe that's not you then? Henry, are you the house ruler? Shall I ask your parents? Harvey, are you battle worthy and blazing iron? You are, I, I thought you might be. Logan, Little Hollow? Yeah. Freddie, are you a peaceful ruler in your house? You don't know. Charlie, are you a free man? depends.
5: <laughs>
0: sometimes we get, we've got names and they have a meaning, but sometimes we don't actually relate to what the names mean. We don't act up to what our names truly are. So you guys can come and sit down now. Off you go. You can take them with you. No, you can take them with you. That's fine. So we've all got a name and all of our names mean something. But most of the time, what our name means isn't exactly like the type of person that we are. But I've got a name now that is exactly as it's described. And he does exactly what he says when it's described. So let's have a look who it is. Who do we think it is? Jesus. Jesus, let's have a look. It's Jesus and it says, can anyone read the top line for me? Jesus, what is he, Charlie? Jesus, the Lord is salvation. The Lord is salvation. And simply so put it, he's a saviour. Jesus is our Lord, and he is our saviour. Now, this is a brilliant name, I think. I think King is a fantastic name, but I really do think saviour is even better. See, it says, it says here in Matthew, it says, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That's amazing, isn't it? He will save his people from their sins. Now, unfortunately... There's not one person sitting in this building or listening online or in this whole entire world that cannot say that they haven't sinned. Each and every single person, you're right there, Jesus didn't. Each and every single person has sinned in their lives. Each person in here has not put Jesus first as their king, they've put themselves first. They've wanted to do their own thing, go their own way. And unfortunately, that has created a thing in our lives which is called sin, and it needs to be dealt with. And the problem with sin is that we can't deal with it ourselves. We can't take the sin away ourselves. We can't make ourselves good in God's sight. We need a savior. So, this is why God sent his son at Christmas time. And we heard from Mark, he told us about this hundreds and hundreds of years before it happened. He sent his son into this world to be our king, but he sent him into this world to be our saviour. And Jesus saved us by doing an amazing thing. Like Mark was saying, he died on the cross at Calvary. He gave his life so that each and every single one of us here in this room, each one of us who's online or in this world, if we truly put our trust in the Lord Jesus, we can be forgiven for all the sins, all the wrong and bad things that we have done in our lives. I think this is a really amazing thing to do. Don't you? Because like you said, if you're a king, you can do anything you want. You can live in a palace. You can buy anything that you want. The cars, the clothes, the computer games. Anything that you want. But Jesus chose to come and live amongst us. And he chose to put down his life For each and every single one of us who truly puts their trust in him, he took the punishment on himself. I just think that's amazing. I really do. Now, I've got another name I want to put up here that I didn't show you earlier. Because when I was looking at your names and what they meant, I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to just type this other name in and just see what it means. I've got it here. John, so me, what does my name mean? Now, I'll tell you what my name means. It means God is gracious. And boy, oh boy, is this true for me. God is gracious. God is full of grace. You see, I was a sinner. I didn't listen to God. I didn't want Jesus as the king of my life. I wanted to be the king of my own life. But then Jesus worked in my life. I started to realise that this man did come down to this earth. He was a king. He didn't do anything wrong whatsoever. He went about teaching us how to be made right with God. He did absolutely amazing miracles. He was so loving, so kind, so compassionate, yet he was willing to lay down his life for John on that cross at Calvary so that I could be saved from my sins. Now, even though God is gracious is the meaning of John, do you know what? Each and every single one of you can put your name in front of God is gracious because he is gracious to all people, each and every single one of us. And the one thing that I really want you to take away this Christmas, because Christmas is brilliant, it really is. The gifts, the presents that we receive, don't get me wrong, I love receiving presents, I love giving presents. But the best gift anyone can receive at Christmas time is the gift of eternal life that only Jesus Christ can give and Jesus was given to us as a gift and it's a gift that we can all receive freely so I just want you to go away today and think you know who do you really want to be the king of your life do you want it to be yourself or do you want it to be King Jesus and I want you to go away and remember that Jesus is the saviour. He is the only person that can save us from our sins. And each and every single one of you here, if you put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. And this Christmas time, what greater gift can you all receive? Thank you very much. Now, before I close in prayer, we're going to sing one more song, one more carol. So I've flicked on too far there, haven't I? It'll be up in a minute. So we're going to be standing to sing Heart the Herald Angels Sing. So when the music starts, please stand and join in with us. seated for a moment now just before I pray I've got a few things here so I've got a couple of birthday presents to give out so in Thrive when it's somebody's birthday we usually give them a little present um, at the front and then we give them a round of applause but because we're not in Thrive this morning I thought we could do it here so Henry where's Henry so if you just stand there for a minute Henry and where's Molly and these guys have been telling us about their birthdays for how long now Quite a long time, hasn't it? It's been a few weeks we've been being told, haven't we, Molly? And Lydia, where's Lydia? Is she not hit with us? So we, we keep hold of that one. So let's give around, a round of applause and we wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> Don, you can go sit back down now. On, okay, just a couple of notices. Um, just for anybody that's here... We have got a a candlelit service this evening, so you're more than welcome to join us to that. It's 6.30 here. It's a really lovely service to come to. It's all dark in here. The candles are up. We sing lots of carols, but most importantly, we hear that wonderful message about the Lord Jesus Christ. So everyone is more than welcome to join us um, this evening. Please come along, and then afterwards there will be refreshments. There's also refreshments after today as well, so in a moment we can all go next door into the hall, and there's teas and coffees and refreshments. And if you have... um, any interest in any of the things that you've heard today, maybe for the first time you've heard something that's made you think that you want to know more, we run a Hope Explored course here at Forest Fowl. It's a brilliant course. Jane and Martin run it. And it's really, really a simple course where it teaches you sort of like the fundamentals about um, the gospel, the fundamentals about who Jesus really is. And it gives you a nice opportunity to ask the questions that maybe that you have, that you might be a bit frightened to ask someone, but... I really do encourage you to, to come along to this Hope Explore course. That's something that you'd like to do. And please speak to either me, Mark, or especially Jane and Martin, and they will um, put you in touch of when you can do it. So I think there's one running in January, so um, please get in contact with us for that. And I think that's it now. So just before we go, I'm going to pray, and then we can go next door and we can have some refreshments. So shall we bow our heads and shall we pray to God? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can call Jesus our King and we can call Jesus our Saviour. We thank you so much that Jesus was willing as a King to come down into this world, to live amongst us, to not be in a mighty rich palace, but to be born in that lowly stable. Yet he was perfect in every single way. He lived his life teaching and preaching the way to be made right by God. And then he laid down his life in that ultimate sacrifice on the cross so that each one of us in here who truly puts their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ may be saved. And I just pray that anyone in here that has not thought about these things before might, because sin has serious consequences. And Lord, we might just um, put it to the back burner, but it needs to be dealt with. And the only one that can truly deal with it is the Lord Jesus Christ. But we thank you at this time of year, we can celebrate that amazing gift, Jesus Christ, who does give life. Lord, we thank you for all the good things that you have given us. We thank you for the way that the children read and sang today. And we thank you for the spread next door, the teas and the coffees. And we pray that you'd bless that food to us. And be with each and every single one of us now as we go our separate ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.